Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Good friend and fellow podcaster, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hello. Where have we come from this weekend? Uh, we were in Bloomington, Indiana. For another bachelor party. Bachelor parties are over for the summer. We did it. No, they're not. There's one more. Tom's. That's in the fall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. I guess when you said bachelor parties are over for the summer, I just assumed you were talking about forever and I got excited. I'm so sick of going on bachelor parties. No, I'm worn down from this weekend because uh, honestly, my body's not built for that anymore. But by the time Tom's rolls around this fall, I'm gonna be ripe and ready to go. Yeah. Um, housekeeping. I'll give our shit this week. Kids, get at us on Instagram, Vicarious Living Podcast on Instagram and on Gmail, Vicarious Living Pod at gmail.com. Send us an email if you want some of our swag shirts. Okay. Um, By the way, we moved a lot of merchandise at this fashion party. Oh, yeah. We should have mentioned that. That was the biggest win for us is we went out there, dude. We put our selling boots on, and we just fucking started moving merch. Both wore the shirts. Yep. Yeah. All we did was put the shirts on, and we just showed up, and essentially the selling took care of itself. Yeah. I took the shirt off myself a couple of times and forcefully put it on other people. Right. Just so they got the like kind of the feel of that uh, eighty twenty cotton poly split. When I say the selling took care of itself, yeah, I mean you took it off and we're we're putting it on other people and I didn't shut the fuck up about it the entire weekend. Yeah, we pretty much alienated everybody we were with, but we sold a couple shirts. Hey, we sold four shirts. So by my math, that's four amounts of yep. profit margins yep. in these two podcasters' back pockets. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Um Anyways, what we were, what we just kept telling them is, look, any profits we get, that goes right back into the pod, and so reinvested, basically back into your pocket. Yeah, pocket of the kids, pocket kids' pockets. Um, let's kick it off with uh, before we get into Laguna Beach. You were telling me about uh, some sleep apnea that you're dealing with, and you will be going to a doctor, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I've been struggling as a victim of sleep apnea for years. Which I know because uh, when we were in Los Angeles for those four months that we've never talked about on this podcast, uh, we did share a bedroom together Uh and it was, for both of us, a very long summer for high maintenance on both both ends. Yeah, we both had our our things, let's put it that way. (laughs) We both had our things and uh, I definitely know that snoring was one of yours, so I'm glad that you're getting it checked out. I am. I am glad. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes next week. Maybe I'll be cured. Yeah, and then we, this horrible, horrible affliction that does that Whitney, hits so many people. Does intern Whitney like get pissed like every night? Is she like Pat? Shut the fuck up, bitch. Uh, she passes. She's one of the lucky people where she passes out as soon as her head hits the pillow. So she usually doesn't hear it. But if like she wakes up in the middle of the night, I'm pretty sure it's uh, a nightmare for her. 
listening to me. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, I will say. Um, but you were talking about how uh, the the worst you've been waking up in the middle of the night and feeling like you're just dying. Yeah, it's kind of like one of these. Like snoring's one thing. I don't really mind bugging other people because I'm sleeping. I couldn't. Yeah. But I keep waking up with a little bit of like a <coughs> like oh god choke, choking to death <laughs> in the middle of the night. So I gotta get that sorted. In the middle of the night, anything that happens, you wake up and it feels like, like you have no frame of reference. So we were talking, we were comparing it to like when mm-hmm. you're... Noodle arms. When, <laughs> when your arms fall asleep and you wake up and for like a solid 13 seconds, you are just convinced your arms never will work ever again. Yeah. And, and I, it, one of the more comfortable like ways you can kind of position yourself is to go on your stomach. Yeah. With your arms underneath your head, underneath the pillow, but that's a guaranteed, <laughs> that's a guaranteed noodle arm situation. <laughs> yeah, when you wake up, you're just like, well, wow, uh, I'm going to have to figure this out. I'm going to have to learn. I'm going to have to learn how to, how to get, uh, like how to live, walk through life with, without opposable thumbs. Yeah. Like I'm just going to have to go. I'm going to have to learn. I can't type and click on my computer every day uh, anymore, so I will get fired from my job. <laughs> Uh, become one of those like street performers on the street, just playing guitar with my feet, just right. trying to make a living. I guess everything like yeah, I won't have arms. I'd in uh, in all reality though, sometimes my alarm will go off when I'm in a noodle arm situation, and I'm just trying to roll <laughs> my shoulder over and like slap the phone. <laughs> like, shut off, shut off. Okay. Anyways, uh, we really life's hard. It's tough. Life's tough, you know? God, first world problems. Should we get into Laguna Beach? Oh yeah, I forgot why we're here. So we went into tonight's episode and we were saying, alright, let's do two more podcasts on Laguna Beach. Get in and get out. We'll wrap it with four pods on Laguna Beach. So to do that, we would have had to watch four episodes of Laguna Beach tonight. Um, We watched the first one and we were like... Well, unless we want to have a 10-hour podcast tonight, on the, uh, there's I mean, no fucking these chance. These episodes were jam-packed with content. Oh, God. Jam-packed. Content overload. I mean, so we only did two episodes tonight, episodes five and six, and we're just going to have to extend this out, you know, four or five, because it, it's just so explosive. There's just too much good stuff in here. We didn't really want to uh, miss anything. I have like 13 pages of notes on literally... Two episodes, two 20 minute episodes. It's outrageous. So, anyways, this first one, fucking Cabo. Mm-hmm. I believe it's, it's titled What Happens in Cabo? Stays in Cabo? Because, you I know, wish they would have said that one or two more times throughout this episode. Oh, you mean like this? What happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. Whatever happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. What happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. There's a few things that are definitely staying in Cabo. So there's two parts to that clip. One is that, yes, every single person says what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. I've never understood that saying with like Vegas and stuff because it's never true. So I've never understood it. This is basically their version of Panama City Beach. Oh, dude. Yeah, let's give a, a little bit of a reality check on what our spring break experience was like versus what their spring break experience is like. 
What did we What did we do in high school? We went uh, to Panama, right? Yeah, we went to Panama. I mean, no knock against Panama. I've been there, I think, three, maybe four times, which is probably a little too many, but had a great time every single time I was there. They went to an all-inclusive resort in Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, very different than ours because um, Panama's trash. Panama City's garbage. If you've seen that show Floor of Amashore on MTV, that is actually a very accurate depiction of how much garbage and trash is in Panama City, Florida. I mean, no disrespect to the panhandle. No offense, but it's fucking trash. But it, the, I mean, it, the, probably the easiest juxtaposition to make is we went there in high school. They're seniors in high school. They're basically on an all-inclusive just drinking wine and like margaritas the whole entire weekend with no worries. Yeah. We're literally like slipping ducking. We're slipping ducking. We're slipping ducking from the cops. Yeah. Like at risk of getting arrested the entire weekend, just crushing Natty Light. Yeah, you go up into the days in, you butt chug a Natty Light. You go down <laughs> to the beach, you see if any cops are around, you butt chug another Natty Light, dude. That was us, man. I didn't see a single police officer on their entire trip. <laughs> yeah, we were just dodging cops. Like, did our spring break, what we did, we got a house in Panama City, like 13 dudes to a house and. Um, most everyone else we knew though, just stayed at the days in like, yeah, 10 kids to a room. Just like, yeah, I'll do. So 30 guys. Yeah. We'll just get like three rooms, three bedrooms. We'll be good. People sleep on the ground. Um, but the days in there were, it wasn't even carpeted on the ground. It was this nasty, like fucking tile, probably because everyone's just throwing up in those hotel rooms and they, it's, they just figured it's much easier to, to not have to clean the vomit out of the fucking carpet fibers. So that was our experience. Very different than Cabo. They're like staying one or two to a room. like, And they're like suites. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, on our trip, there was far less drama. Mm. Yeah. Would you say, okay, so before they go down there, kind of like talking about and planning their trip, would you say this is the worst bet that's ever been made in history? When our good friend, yes. when our good friend Dieter makes a $50 bet with Steven... That there's going to be no drama? Yes. Well, I should say, back that up. Dieter thinks there's going to be drama. Steven says, no drama. And they make a $50 bet. I, I'm unclear on how that bet got worked out at the end. Well, I'm pretty sure Stephen welched on the bet. He did welch. Um, at the end of at the end of the episode, he totally welched. Because there was fucking drama in Cabo. But it was one of the loosest bets that I've ever seen outlined in my life. Like $50 for no drama. Who's to say what makes drama? Or yeah, not? that one lesson I've learned in life is to never make a gray area bet. Yeah. Like I a mean, bet has to be black or white where there's a clear winner or else you'll find yourself just like arguing for your money if you win or trying to weasel out of it if you, if you lose. It's, it's a bad idea. And you can't, you especially can't do a gentleman's bet like that. Like, okay, let's just not be idiots. We'll know if there's drama or not, and then the person will pay. You can't do that if it's fifty dollars. That's too much money. You can, right. You can do a gentleman's <laughs> That's way too much money. Like, you can do a gentleman's bet on five bucks. Like, oh, okay, you're right. I did. I provided some drama with Kristen and Elsie, but you can't do it on fucking fifty. That was stupid. Dieter's a stupid. By the way, idiot. speaking of Dieter, uh, if you Google Dieter Laguna Beach. Which, if you're following along at home, go ahead and do that. The third entry down is Dieter Laguna Beach dead. What? Just saying. He died? 
Dramatic pause. No, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I followed up on it. I, I dug a little bit deeper. Holy he's, shit. He's not dead at all. I don't even know why that popped up on, on, on the Google. Uh, he's happily married with a, a child. That's insane. It, that that, <laughs> that heavy going for a second there? I actually just got way too overexcited on how wild that would be if Dieter actually died because we've been so we, shitty to him. Were you sad for a little bit, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, glad... No, no, seriously. All seriousness now, uh, dude, we're glad Dieter's not dead. We wouldn't wish that upon anyone, even our worst enemy like Dieter or Trey. Um, dude, we got to just hit our song early and often right now. Are you talking about More Bounce by Soul Kid number one? We got more bounce in California than all y'all combined. We got more bounce in California than all y'all combined. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Do you remember this song? Oh, I remember it. Yeah. And we'll show like a couple of that we may or may not have done about 30 episodes of a podcast on. Here's the thing is you can't have any reality show or TV show that's on TV that is in California and not play the song. We got more bouncing California than all y'all combined. We got more bouncing California. I think uh, Seth Cohen like... Seth Cohen on his longboard, like cruising the boardwalk, and Ryan's on his bike. Mm. I think that that's what pops. Marissa's on, on the pegs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so when this song is playing, Kristen and her crew, they're heading in to go look at bikinis. By the way, I wonder what Soul Kid Number One's up to these days. Oh, he's probably dead too. Like, dude, <laughs> he's either still bouncing, <laughs> or he's dead. He could have died from bouncing. So, uh, we were commenting when we were watching this episode that this song's playing and Kristen is like walking with her lackeys <laughs> to go uh, try on bikinis and for Cabo. Cabo San Lucas. And, um, dude, Kristen just walks like in formation with her fucking friends. Like, she's at the head of the... Yeah. She's like at the head of the V. It's in, like a they're flock in a triangle of, formation. Yeah. It's like a flock of geese, dude. She's at the head of the V. And then you got Jessica and whoever her other friends' names are who are nameless. They're all like flanking her on the fucking sides, her lackeys. She's like Alexander the Great, the tip of the spear. She's got her generals <laughs> yeah. flanking her to the left and the right. It's wild. I, um, I wonder if they like, if that just happens or if, if she's like falling on. No, dude, those power dynamics, they just, they naturally fall into place like that. I mean, it's always very clear who the lead goose is, and then the, the fucking other. I feel like fall. if one of the other friends started trying to walk a little faster, to like even it out, Kristen would start walking faster. Yeah. And then the other one would start walking a little faster, next thing you know, they'd both be sprinting down to the bikini store. <laughs> and then, yeah, then Kristen would just beat the shit out of Jessica for being an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, no, so anyways, I was just, uh, it was weird watching that because I was thinking like when they were buying those bathing suits, is there anything more warped in terms of expectations versus reality than shopping with bathing suits with girls? Oh, like if you were invited to go shopping for bathing suits? Yes. 
And you think it's going to be like the best time ever, like you yes. like looking at a bunch of uh, girls in bathing suits or yes. like your girlfriend modeling for you or whatever. Yes. And then it's just a lot of you just completely exhausted after 15 minutes sitting down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like the the way that they, if, if yes, if we got more bounce in California, it's how y'all If that's playing and it's like a bunch of 17 and a half year old fucking smoke shows who are trying on bathing suits and it takes only 30 seconds for them to try on 15 bathing suits like the montage that's playing in this scene yeah then i'm sure it is great and and reality would be awesome but it doesn't go like that it's a whole lot more of you go in there and it's just a bunch of like do I look fat in this bathing suit or do I look good in this? How does my butt look in this? Dude, I wish And I... you're just on your phone at, at like minute, you know, tw- 17 and you're just like, get me the fuck out of here. I wish I could live most of my life as a montage. <sighs> so true. God. Dude, you know what? I was not going to do this. I was saving this. But this, just you saying that and that's so fucking true. We should play the OC song that I was telling you about is my favorite. We never did this on the OC, and I'd be remiss if I did not play my favorite montage song of all time right now. Here it is. This is... Dude, if I could just get over my heartbreak as, as a montage... Like, it's sad. Oh my god, I know. Like, it just fast forward through a whole bunch of you sitting on the couch with ice cream, depressed, thinking about like throwing another dip in your mouth, and like just sad over the no girls you're gonna hook up with the rest of your life during the breakup. But it takes like a minute and a half, two minutes of like just me looking kind of sad, but also reflective. Yeah, and then it's your pond. And I get to listen to a song. So this is completely outside of Laguna Beach and what we were talking about with those girls trying on bikinis. But this song is just so fucking dynamite. This is happening to answer your question in season three of the OC. And there's like ten different things going on. You got Sandy's dealing with some shit. He's like in this montage. He slowly sips, sit, takes a drag on like some you know glass of liquor just neat you know just neat with ice is that neat if it still has ice no neat's no ice oh rocks so it's just rocks dude sandy with rocks <laughs> and and it's like that's going on and this is when uh marissa's younger sister knew caitlin's in the picture and she's dealing with some shit with johnny and all that you remember johnny and then like obviously summer's dealing with some shit with seth and then ryan's dealing with shit with who knows but dude, this this song is just so fucking good, and just when you made that comment about montages, I just wanted to make sure we included it on the Vicarious Living Podcast, because I would be kicking myself if we went an entire teen drama reality podcast without bringing this up. Great fucking stuff. This, oh, by the way, that's, that is by Electric President. It's called Insomnia. Electric President. Fucking fire. Okay, should we move on? Should we move? Let's head to Cabo. Let's get in there. Shit, dude. Can I just say one more thing I wrote down about fantasy versus reality on that bathing suit thing? Dude, I would love that. (laughs) 
Best fantasy slash expectations versus reality scene of all time in the movie. Can you guess? This is a classic scene. Mm, Gone with the Wind. What? Citizen Kane. (laughs) Dude, what the fuck? You know I've never seen those classics. Neither have I. I wouldn't even call them classics. I was just naming classics. No. A real classic. Rocky? No, a real classic. Rocky, I mean, can we say Rocky, best montage? Let me give you a hint. The girl, the main girl in this is in the commercial where she's trying to look way too casual and it's one of our biggest pet peeve commercials of all time. When she's looking really casual in pajamas. Oh, is it, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel. 500 Days of Summer. Good movie. Did you see, remember that scene where it's like expectations versus reality? He's going over to her house in his mind and they split screen it and it's like the most interesting fucking well done scene of all time it's been too long since i've seen that movie who's the director of that movie is that mark webb (laughs) (laughs) is it mark webb wait are you talking about the mark webb dude totally mark webb Nice. I knew it. He directed the uh, the new Spider... Well, not the newest. The, the middle Spider-Man movies with uh, Andrew Garfield. Mark Webb. Ironic. Wow. That is ironic. Yeah. I was like, he was made to do it. All right. Let's go to Cabo. Let's go to Cabo. You're right. We got we more bouncing. Dude, do you want to just go right to the infamous night in Cabo? Or do you have anything from the day? So here's the thing. They go to Cabo and seemingly they're there for a week. But really they only have about three scenes. You know, so there's... Right when they get there, they walk into their hotel room. Then they go, they have a pool montage where they're all just having a blast in the pool. Like all good times. Then they go out at night. That's where the drama goes down. Drama. And then there's like a couple other scenes. There's like a surfing scene and then, then they're back. That's pretty much it. You got to keep in mind though that that's a short flight for them. I mean, that's probably like an hour flight to Cabo. Probably. Yeah. I bet you they're still there for a week though. Yeah. I mean, the it's probably though that it was just, there was this <clears throat> one fucking night that was, that took up so much explosive content that... Right, so let's just get into that night. God, I know. Nothing much else happens. So, at this point, I thought Kristen and Steven were dating, but I guess there's a difference between dating or you're, like, actually in a relationship. Seemingly, they're dating, but they're not exclusive. Which is just weird in my mind, because she's talking about, like, is they're getting ready to go to that, you know, janked up fucking lame-ass club that they're going to, that, um... She's, like, talking to uh, Jessica about, like, oh, Sam's so hot. And then Jessica's like, oh, you think you're going to hook up with Sam tonight? You think you're going to hook up? And I'm like, what? what what's Steven going to say? I think, I think when you're in high school and you're both that hot, there's, like, this agreement that you make where it's, like, there's no way we could possibly be exclusive boyfriend-girlfriend with each other. But they're, like, going out on dates all the time and stuff. They're well, so hot. I know. What do you think they're going to... What do you think they're gonna do? It's Look, not natural you for them to not. Did you don't have to try and convince this podcaster sitting here in this podcast studio? 
that those are two not hot people that should be fucking hooking it up with others. I'm so we can either say they're they're in some weird kind of nebulous, non-exclusive dating relationship, or they're just on and again, off again. I think they're like on, you don't know which week they're on again, which week they're off again. I think they're on again, off again, and I think right now they're kind of off, but they're like still connected. And so anyways, during this off... Um, they needed a scene. They needed to inject a scene where they break up right before Cabo. Like with a Steven going, I mean, just, you know, whatever. You do just your like, thing. Like I he tried to act thing. chill about it. He's like, you know, we're just going to go down there and party. Like whatever we'll do, you know, I'll do my... Yeah. Hey. And then he... What happens in Cabo <laughs> stays in Cabo. So in my mind, they break up right before Cabo because Cabo is going to be crazy. Let's just not worry about tying each other down. Flash forward to Steven losing his fucking shit. Dude, so... At this club. Set the scene for this club. They they go to this club. Everyone's blacked out, obviously. It's kind of like... It's a Cabo version of a dance club, which just looks like a cool beach dive bar type situation. And Trashy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a dive bar. Right. But everybody... Like, all the girls are wearing jean skirts. yeah they are so if you're a girl you gotta be in a jean skirt and then there's around the bar there's like these kind of platforms with poles god I know it's and so it's like it's almost like it's encouraged for girls to stand up on the bar and start dancing which Kristen decides she's gonna have herself a wild party night and she just gets up on the bar and starts dancing she is so belligerent and blacked out dude it is and it's one of those where she, like, in her mind, she's having a good time, but everybody is like, uh-oh, she is going to get hurt, something. She's, she's a loose cannon right now. Yeah. I, I, I know I've said this before, but, dude, just watching it back, it, it sticks fresh in my mind again about... It's it's easily one of my biggest turnoffs in life is watching a girl get this plastered and then just, like, stumbling around, slurring her words fucking drooling all like she's all over that sam guy just like sloppily just oh sam Ah!" it was the kind of thing where even if even if her and steven were dating she like officially she would have still done something like this and she would have just woke up the next morning like oh my god i was so drunk last night what did i do and you're like well don't don't you remember being dude the worst the whole night (laughs) by the way that People used to fucking do that all, all the, the time. time. And it, there was nothing that annoyed me more than people being D-bags and then the next morning having like a round table with everyone like wanting to hear back what they did. Like, dude, what I do last night? How drunk was I? Oh my God. God, I was so drunk. Dude, I don't even remember. I don't remember a single thing. Tell me about what I did. Don't tell me. No, don't tell me. Tell me. Tell oh, me. That's so embarrassing. Tell me again. Oh what? my God. Don't tell oh, me that. Dude, I was so drunk. I was so drunk, I don't remember that. Dude, Pat, you were so fucked up last night. How fucked up was I? You want me to tell you? No. Yeah. Well, no, no. wait, do you want me to get more people around so they can see it? Yeah, no, no, no tell Jamie, me. Jamie, come over here. Jamie, come over here. I was talking about how fucked up Pat was. Oh, I said fucked up. Oh, uh, dude, Pat, I got so many stories about you. You went up to fucking, <laughs> dude, you went up to Suzanne last night and you were just like, oh, yeah. so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, even though I've definitely made a fool out of myself from time to time, I'm proud to say I think I've owned up to everything 
as a I, I don't think I've ever let myself off the hook with a drunken excuse. No, I've but never. It's my biggest pet peeve. It's like, oh my god, I was so drunk last night. I literally went up to this guy and just stabbed him. Oh no, you didn't, dude. I was so drunk. I didn't even uh, mean to. Did you kill him? I don't know. I walked away. Oh, you're so he fucked up. He was bleeding up. pretty hard. Oh, you're just so. I'm assuming he's dead, but there'd be no way to know. It wasn't my fault because I was so drunk. Oh, you, dude, you were. You can't blame you. You were so blacked out. I did see him, though. He died. <laughs> um, I don't get blacked out ever. Like, even the night, it's few and far between, but the nights that I got really, really drunk, I never blacked out. I just, I can recall everything. And I just start throwing up, and I feel miserable. And I never get to that. I know that happens to people all the time, but I was always convinced that the people that were doing that the next day, they didn't actually black out and they remembered everything and they're just fucking D bags. And they just wanted to hear you repeat back every, every cool, funny thing that they, quote and unquote, the, the, did. the sweet excuse for being D bags, which was, I was drunk. I was so drunk. Oh my God. So that night, uh, I would say this is one of the most infamous nights in, in reality TV history. And I am using no hyperbole there. That is a true fucking statement. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's play a clip of uh, what Steven does when uh, Kristen's acting fool up on stage. <laughs> Here it is. Steven wasn't a fan of Kristen's dancing. And he really lost it when she hooked up with Sam. What? And who did he come running to? Me. But what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. You look so good. Keep dancing the bar. What? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say probably <laughs> way worse of a look for Steven on this episode. I'm going to give you the would you rather just to kind of frame yeah. it up. Okay. <clears throat> would you rather, like when this airs on MTV or a couple months later, would you rather be Kristen and just see her like dancing up on the bar making out with a guy? Oh, or would shit. you rather be Steven and have a fucking meltdown and start calling her a slut and a whore and just looking like a fucking psychopath? So, real quick, because I want to have a very robust dialogue about that exact would you rather. Okay. So, let me just say one thing real quick about that clip specifically before is slut shaming in 04 was just not like, you know, now anytime I say slut or whatever, it's like in turn Whitney's ears perk up and it's like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. It's 2019. Don't say that. And I, and I know she's correct. And any, any like female listeners that we have are definitely, their ears are perked up to that. But goddamn dude, in 04, it's like Steven was just going fucking hog wild with it. And no one was batting an eye, you know? Yeah. It's like, I wonder how that's handled in 2019. Probably a lot differently. I would have been a lot more, whoa, whoa, whoa. Steven, Steven, let her do that. Let her get blacked out and go up there and act like a fool. You can't say that. Wild stuff. Anyways, uh, back to your would you rather. That one is so tough because I fucking, I just went in a long diatribe about how disgusting what Kristen is doing is. But at the same time, dude, I just was thinking about this last night while I was watching Bachelor. There was this guy that was out on, you know, it was a group date. I know you love Bachelor, so you'll love this. Group date, he takes the girl off. He he has a massage table set up off to the side on a group date. 
So, dude, I'm trying so hard to listen, but if I space out, it's yeah. not on me. All right, go on. I'll be really I'm quick I'm with the setup. He takes his shirt off, gets on the massage table. Per how these d- dates, how these group dates go, another guy comes in and sees him with his shirt off and her like straddling him shirtless, and he's just like looks at it because he's going in to do the thing where he goes, "Hey, can I steal you for a second? And she's riding fucking a- another guy bareback pun intended Mm -hmm. and it's a bad look for her and the guy who's got his shirt off and then now the guy is he's in a steven situation where it's like what do i do here i can act really jealous and fucking look like a total dumbass Mm -hmm. or i can just be not jealous and look like the coolest fucking dude in the entire world yeah and that guy did it he didn't he wasn't jealous and she came over to him and she was super embarrassed and instead of him like being like, what the fuck are you doing? Riding him? Bareback style? <laughs> it, instead of that, he was just like, I get it. I, look, I get it. You're in a weird spot. Like, I know, look, I know you feel bad. I promise you, you feel worse than I feel seeing that. Like, I, I, I'm not going to like pile on. And I just kept thinking, oh my God, it is such a fucking cool look. It, the non-jealousy look is as cool as it gets. Well... Did he stay with her? Totally. He just like rose above it, dude. He rose so above it that he was like, hey, no skin off my back. I know this is a fucked up situation with the cameras and they're putting in the producers, putting you on these positions. Um, let's focus on you and I. Let's just like have a conversation. What, what, do you, what are you into? Like, so anyways, I was just thinking, man, there's no better look than non-jealousy compared to how horrible jealousy looks. So back to what your would you rather? Yes. I think my answer would be with all that said, I would rather be Kristen. And again, this is tough, but I'd rather be Kristen because after just seeing how awesome non-jealousy looks and how bad jealousy looks, I got to go with Kristen. Me too. You'd go that? Yeah. I'd be up in my jean skirt with my thong popping out, mm. dancing on the bar before I was Steven. So you agree that the jealousy look... It is the worst look of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that, that that she was making out... She was making out with Sam a lot. Was there anything else that happened there? Well, uh, they go... They do the, the... I guess it's the next night. They... The camera follows them all out at dinner. And as we know, as Ben pointed out, that Steven acts jealous like he doesn't like this. But really, secretly, we think this is his biggest turn on. Mm-hmm. Like, so he saw Kristen making out with Sam. And he's just like, oh, shit. I'm right back in now. <laughs> it's like, now it's on. What? So, and so I'll fast forward real quick to after Cabo. They're full on dating again. But the next night after this whole meltdown happens... They're out to dinner, and Steven's, like, flirting with Elsie, I guess, to make her jealous. And then he, him and Elsie go up to watch a movie, and right before he's about to go, he just... This is another famous scene from that. I remember this. He's blacked out, by the way. He's so drunk. You can just see it in his eyes that second night. He is Oh, yeah, he's out belligerent. to But he just mouths, I love you, to Kristen <laughs> before, he, before he leaves. It's just so clear that, that Steven is That's not... He's not into Elsie at all. Like... He might have hooked up with LC that that other night in Cabo, but it it, it was just a drunk. Even if Once he did, again, it's the drunk. biggest mystery in this show is how much LC's into him or not. I, I mean, am, we don't. They make it seem like 
she pines over him every single night. But it could very easily be that she just doesn't really care that much. Uh, again, it hits you over the head. Uh, I, I got to say, I know everyone loves Lo Bosworth, and she came out of this. like She's already got, she's close to a million Instagram followers still to this day. Um, she following us? Not yet, but dude, she, that might be a huge win. For us, we should go after her. She's in her zone. Yeah, no, she's not. She's not in terms of number of followers. Well, is it, well, would you say the zone, uh, the Billy Riggin zone was? No, it's the Tate Donovan. The zone. Tate Donovan zone where they got like they a at, thousand at, to three thousand. At one thousand. point, we're super famous on one of these shows that we love, but they currently have about <laughs> two thousand Instagram followers. So and our... we'd be more than happy to interact <laughs> with super fans. <laughs> our sweet spot on Instagram is a celebrity that hasn't been on TV for about 10 years, mm-hmm. but they were on a really popular show, but because when they were on, Instagram wasn't around, and now it's 10 years later, and guess what? The kids have no idea who fucking Tate Donovan was from the OC 10 years ago. Yeah, like, Tate Donovan's got an Instagram account that screams, like, one day his, like, his kids signed him up for it, and he's like, oh, yes. this is kind of fun, I like this. So... We really, I mean, in all the shows thus far that we've done, besides one, we have gotten, we found our sweet spot with one person, and we have gotten an interaction with them. With the OC, it was Tate Donovan, 3,000 followers. He liked our shit. Mm-hmm. With Eighth and Ocean, it was Irene Marie, 1,000 followers. She, she commented to us. We missed, we thought that guy for Friday Night Lights was Derek Phillips, Billy Riggins, He's at about 1,000 or so followers, not even verified. He was the perfect target. And I I fucking added him so much and he never engaged. And I I would always, I follow Taylor Kitsch and whenever Taylor Kitsch would post, he would always like, he would always like Taylor Kitsch's shit. So it's not like he's not on Instagram. He's active. So can you imagine, dude, like you haven't been on TV in fucking 15 years and you got someone who's doing a podcast on you and at you and you don't even fucking like All their shit? All you have shit? to do is just lower your thumb and press it. Come on, man. Dude, Billy Riggins letting us down because he was such an MVP for us coming out of that show. A real hero of ours. Yeah, we should. We, I think Lowe's our girl. Low would be the biggest win of all time because she's had almost a million. I mean, we don't go after you know a fish that big on Instagram, but maybe... Just because she, even though she has not many followers, she hasn't technically been on TV in like 15 years, so we might be able to. It's either her or that Jen girl that you think's really hot. Uh, is she in it more than just the bathing suit episode? She's in it. Remember, she was on it last time, and I was telling you one of our, uh, one of the girls we know had interviewed her once when she was at USC. Oh, that's that girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to look her up right now and see if I can. Type in Jen and she is. <laughs> Will she pop up? Dead. Jen McGinnis. <laughs> yeah. Dead. Yeah. Fuck it. There's too many Jens on Instagram. She's dead. Um. Okay. By the way, I I believe my comment was that she is not not hot. Mm. So let's settle down over there. Brian. I thought you said she was really hot. No. So medium. I Luke, think I was just all spiced up by the bikini. Last thing we want to say about this episode before we move on to episode six was Steven, dude, real skimboard guy. Dude, he loves the skimboard. He traveled to, for, to Cabo for spring break for maybe three days, 
but could not travel without lugging around his big skimboard. Like on the plane, he took it in the in the bus ride over there, like just so he could skim like one day by himself. Not that successful. Have you ever done a skimboard? I've watched you do it. I really like skimboarding. I watched you do it when we were in California. Did we have wait? Did we have good sand for it? No, I just remember you throwing it down and never being able to really do it. So here's the thing. I went on a vacation and bought a skimboard, and it was like a really flat beach, and I would just go parallel with the ocean. And by the end of it, I got pretty decent. I was doing 360s. No big deal. <laughs> However, what I didn't realize until I saw Steven do this is that I was doing it the wrong way. Yeah, you're supposed to if take it good, in the waves. Yeah, you go perpendicular with the ocean and ride a wave. So what I was doing was probably like the lamest version of skateboarding you could possibly do. I'm sure uh, people saw you on the beach and they were just like, what is this idiot doing? He's not even skimming right. He's not skimming right. <laughs> Either way, next time we hit a beach and there's a skimboard available, I'm going to be riding it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. while we're on Steven, real quick, I do have to make a correction on myself. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, Ben was talking about how much he loves Steven's white pickup truck. What's that thing called in newspapers where you, uh, this is a redaction? This is a redaction. Yeah. Strike what I said last week from the record. Okay. He does not drive a Ford Ranger. It's a Toyota Tacoma. Mm. So if you want to drive Steven's exact white pickup truck, you're going to want a 2005 Toyota Tacoma. Good thing you called that out because... Ben was about to buy a Ranger. I'm sure the kids definitely noticed your massive fuck up. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, thank you for that redaction. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we move? Is it zag time? Zagging into episode six? Sure. Let's just start off with Trey making fucking deals, dude. Trey's um, at it again. This fucking guy, dude, I, I just, I cannot handle Trey. Anytime he comes on the screen, I just start, I, I, uncontrollably vomiting in my own mouth. It's just, it's so bad. When, so Trey's making deals. He's, uh, he's now setting up another fashion show, except this fashion show is only to fucking peddle these lame ass active young America hats. It's just a hat fashion show. It's a hat show. fashion show. So they still have a runway and like models and everything just wearing hats and they're all Ed Hardy like looking hats. By the way, so I've been trying to figure out what Active Young America is this whole time. Like that's Trey's charity that I'm assuming we started and we got a tagline like we got a little information about it here and I quote increase and power the youth's potential. That's what the mission is for active young america now my question is to you i'll say it again increase and power the youth's potential we don't need to do what, that to you what does that mean i just need guesses i don't know um maybe maybe get the youth like more involved so when they reach like the workforce and adulthood they're more like coming in making moves it's a smoother transition or or it's just like he is it thinks, like a charity where they're giving scholarships to kids or is it literally just they're trying to get him and all of his other rich friends in high school to tap their potential more 
So like, is this, or it's just like it's a like resume, like, it's a resume thing you put on there that I started this nonprofit on like how to build the voice of the young kids of America. So like, college, look at me. I feel like you're, you, you nailed it. I feel like every single thing that Trey does down to the belt on his arms. It's self-serving. It's self, it's self-serving and is a resume builder. Like it, his entire life it. is a resume builder. All of it. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's so I don't know. I mean, I think that's probably it is resume builder. And then two, just like he's living this insane fucked out reality where he thinks that, oh, I'm I'm 18, but I know that I'm crushing it and I can crush it in this world. And so like my voice needs to be heard. And it's like, no, Trey, shut the fuck up. You're 18 years old. You don't know fucking anything about life. Shut the fuck up. He's got a hat brand and a really vague charity. Yeah. So, from my point of view, he's killing it. I just also want to say about that meeting, so, two things. One, yes, let's drill down into this belt thing that you mentioned, because we have not drilled down enough into that. He has a belt tied around his fucking bicep. And this is the second time we've seen this. Two different, I know. Two different belts. It's, yeah, so he's got multiple. Like, in his room, in his dresser he like opens up the drawer and there's 17 different fucking belts in there he's going you know which one should i put on my bicep tonight should i put this one with the spikes in it or should i do this one where it's like a little more of a classier look like guess what trey idiot that never looked good no one ever i didn't even know anyone who ever did that that was never a thing when Kristen wears her choker you're at least like oh I know that was a thing in 2004. I know girls were doing it. And it, she looks great in the choker. And she just looks good. I feel like... It, so, shirt sleeves are at no risk of falling down. None. They're connected to the rest of the shirt. It's an accessory that has no functional benefit whatsoever. None. It's some statement that's being made. It's like how I feel about Dieter wearing the sweatband midway up his arm. Like... What function is that for? You're not playing sports. There's no reason for you to just be hanging out with your three friends at their house with a sweatband on your arm. You're not sweating. You're laying on the couch. Do you, you fucking idiot. Do you think Trey's like a heroin guy? Oh. You think that's what it is? I pray to God. Yeah. Or I hope. He ties off. Just tightens that belt a little bit. Now, now we're getting Starts doing some heroin. That would explain a lot. So he's such a heroin addict that he always wants to make sure the blood is freshly flowing into those veins below his elbow so that he can just constantly stick a needle in. Like a fashion show. Dude, a fashion show? That's hard work. That's stress. Yeah. You want to be relaxing on some heroin when you're doing a fashion show. Maybe this is why in the previous episode, when one of his previous outfits, he had a short sleeve shirt on and one of the sleeves was pre-cut off. Oh, yeah. Now this is totally making really sense. Up. So Trey's a heroin addict. Now we know. That's official. That's official. Another thing he did at this fucking meeting where he goes in and it's like a venue where he sits down with three or four like real adults who like make money. And they're renting their, you know, space out for different events and activities in this. And so he's there meeting with them, inexplicably brings his skateboard into the meeting. Don't know why. He brought it in. Yeah, I, You never know. Can you imagine doing you that? You're going to have to pop an ollie. That you just, I'll, I'll play a guy who works with you. You come into a meeting with your, with your skateboard. 
Uh, Pat, you ready for this big meeting we got here? Yeah, hold on. Let me uh, let me set this stuff down real quick. Wait, I, you, what is that? Oh, this is my bag right here. I, I have my laptop in it. No, that what's in your other arm? Oh, oh, this that's my that's my board. Your skateboard? Yeah. No, I took an Uber here, but I just bring this. You just bring it into meetings, even yeah. though you didn't ride it here. Yeah. No. No, I didn't ride it here. Can you leave it out at your desk? No, I I just bring it with me understood but why is it in the meeting because you never know you know this is my well, i do know that in this meeting we're not going to need to be blading around this is my brand i'm a skateboard person so you're i fired. ride a skateboard you're fired that's <laughs> <laughs> just uh, unclear like it's completely unclear where are his friends where are his fucking friends dude who are like hey dude bud hey don't bring it in just leave the skate. Why do you? Why are you doing that? We all rode here. Uh, we all rode here in a car. Why are you bringing the skateboard? I, I fucking hate Trey so much, and so this is perfect. I'm gonna let's let's spend a little more time on how bad Trey sucks because I'm gonna once again. Got I got to do it. I, I I know I don't want to do this every single week, but I'm at the point where it's turning into like he is a Marissa Cooper, and he is gonna win it every single week. So for this week. Trey, once again, he wins the MCITW of the week. And that is brought to you by Wicklow Wear. W-I-C-K-L-O-W Wear. They are the sponsors of the MCITW of the week. That is the Marissa Cooper is the worst of the week. And what we want to tell the kids is, kids, when you go buy Wicklow Wear shit, you go on their website, you type in the promo code VL at checkout, get 10% off the order. Also go on there, buy our swag. Um, Trey, why you get to this week, dude? Blink-182 concert. Wow. Bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck for Trey. (laughs) So the kids kids go to a Blink-182 concert. And you know what? While we do this MCITW, song time. Blink what 82 concert. What do we got here? Oh, they're rocking. What's my game? Remember it? Yeah, and dude, this song. I just it brought back so many memories. By the way, this song just reminded me of like grade school, high school. I was never a big Blink 182 fan, but this song was a part of my life. Oh yeah, I actually really enjoyed Blink 182. Yeah, I wish history smiled fonder upon them. Yeah, you know, I do too. They're on tour this summer with Lil Wayne. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember that Travis guy who had the like spiked mohawk. He had a reality TV show at some point with like his wife, and I kind of liked that. I think it was on MTV. Um, yeah, their songs are iconic. Very tied to like all the American Pie movies and everything. Their songs are iconic, and I know a lot of their songs. I don't know why I just never got super into them but they just make me think of like teenage angst probably because you're not rock and roll i'm not rock and roll anyways um when this when they're at this blink 182 concert trey and why he gets the mcitw award of the week decides that he after the concert is gonna get into a fight with a little man Mm. shit little person a little person well they call him a little man so Sorry if that's not correct, but little person, that's the correct terminology? I believe so, yes. 
They he gets in. It's it's one of the most insane things I think I've ever seen in my life. It there's no way you could have planted this or made it up. It's no. just like one of those crazy things where like occasionally you you go out into public and something out of left field hits you. Like a little get, person wanting to get into a fight with you. Yeah. I, what, what happens? They're like walking back after the concert through the parking lot. Yeah. You can tell it's not producer driven because the cameras don't catch the spark. They don't catch the very beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And so they just clearly catch the tail end of it. And they're like, oh shit, just start filming. Something's happening. And uh, the girls are walking out to their car and there's this drunk little man. And he comes up and he just starts yelling sluts to the girls, Elsie and Lo, like, sub sluts. It's like, it's so <laughs> fucking weird. It's like, I always want to think like in these situations with the drunk idiots, like that, that guy, like, what's your batting average here on this guy? How often has this worked? Zero. Like you being at he a concert. Just like a, a, like a little drunk, angry man. Has it ever worked? No. One, say one out of a hundred times you're at a concert and you drunkenly from 50 feet away yell at a girl, Hey, what's up, sluts? You want to suck my dick? Has it ever... Say you do it 50 times. Does it... Has it ever worked once? No, this... I mean, this is not this guy picking up girls. This is guy. this guy having a personality disorder. <laughs> like, like, dude, so anyways, this guy's just drunk and... When this is happening, Stephen was handling it right. Like, Stephen's just like, all right, clearly this little man is fucking blacked out beyond belief. He's an angry dude who has a personality disorder, probably needs to be institutionalized, and he's just angry. That has nothing to do with us. Just go. Go. You're separate. He just kept saying, like, dude, look, we're over this. Just, like, move on, dude. Like, go your way. We'll go our way. Like, separate. So there's two other people. That's how Steven handles it. Um, second person on how it's second dude on how this is handled is fucking Dieter who bitched out. You can tell when you're a dude when something's going down and you can see it in a guy's eyes like he wants no part of this and he's a little bitch. Dieter, you can see it, dude, in his eyes. I feel like so in full transparency, I feel like. I would have done the Dieter thing in this. Yeah, you probably like, would have. Been, like knowing, I would have been so awkwarded out, and then like also felt like I was in a bad dream that I don't think in the moment I would have been able to like. Yeah, get in a fight. Well, I would have not gotten in the fight. So like the three, the three are to finish what you were going. Stephen kind of came in later, and he played the cooler. Like he kind of broke everything up. That's what I, I think I would be doing that if we're putting ourselves, yeah. because I'm I don't want to I'm going to give you that because I feel like in that moment you would have been down to like, kind of, you would have had your head on straight. I would have been so awkwarded out. I just would have, would have wanted to like get out yeah. of there. Yes. Nobody that you we You would know, have been a Dieter. <laughs> nobody that we know would have been the Trey. No. Who proceeds to body up with this guy and start Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't get into Trey yet. Let's okay. finish Dieter and Steven. Okay. So, Dieter, yes, I would put you if say we gotta put we gotta put three people that we know into how these three guys handle a fight with a little man at a concert. I think you would be Dieter. You'd bitch out. No offense to you, but definitely offense to fucking Dieter. But you wouldn't have looked like as big of a little bitch. You probably would have just like I gotta get out of here. You know, like Dieter looked like he was just scared. For me, there would have been a little bit of giggling, and then I would have like felt bad that I didn't defend the girl's honor. 
But also, I'd just yeah. be like, all right, this is fucking ridiculous. Let me, let's just get the fuck out of here. There'd be a little, like, incredulous vibe that you're giving off. Like, dude. And then I feel like mine would have been Steven. Because I don't want to fight just as much as you don't want to fight. I'd get my ass beat in any fucking fight. That's a given. But what I would just if, be What so... about if your opponent was three and a half feet tall? I'd still lose. And wearing a black bowler hat. Yes, I'd lose. But, like, I just feel like my mode would just be like, dude, guy, like, fuck off. Just, like, fuck off out of my life. I will never see you again. I'm going to go to my grave never seeing you. You're going to go to your grave never seeing me. Like, (laughs) just, like, go away. Like, just fuck off. I'm trying to hook up with this girl tonight. Just, like, go. Leave me, please. And then there's Trey. Now let's get into Trey. What's Trey do? So, So Trey hears the comment. And he instantly goes into, like, white knight hero mode. And he's like, what did you say to my girls? Dude, let's play a clip. Should we play a clip? Yeah, I don't know if it'll come through, but I'll find something. Here, Here's Trey. What'd you say? I can't believe that guy what just you got on it? Slut. Oh, he's going sluts? You got something on it? You got something on it? Oh, man, I have nothing. What? Yeah, bitch. Shut your mouth. Trey, Trey. Trey, Trey. I got my boy Trey here, dog. You got on it. You can call my girl sluts. You gonna get this? Shut up, bitch. I got my boys right here. You're lying, your boys. No. I bet you will. I bet you will. Bring it, dog. Bring it. You and I, right now, dog. Steven, 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 Steven. This this cooking calls this girl sluts, gay. Hey, you heard a fuck fight? This is a shorty fight right now, dog. Shorty fight. Wait. Your ass. I, I put $10 yeah, on me. <laughs> yeah, so, and then there's just this hilarious shot that made us just start silent laughing of Trey and this guy standing toe to toe, and he's like looking down at him, like, let's fucking go, let's go. And the guy's like, I got my boys. And Trey's going, let's go one on one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you fucking. So this guy's one. boys were legit. His. His boys were like all tatted up. By the way, this guy's boys have to fucking hate him. Oh, like my they probably God. don't hang out because like this guy probably hangs out with like like cool badass guys that actually do get into fights, and he probably pops off like this. And then his friends are like, "I was just trying trying to fucking hang out tonight." And yeah. See Blink One Eight Two, and I'm in the parking lot fighting these high school kids <laughs> because of you. That's the hilarious thing is these guys are maybe like in their thirties, <laughs> and they're just like. Yeah, they're getting into it with a bunch of 17, 18-year-olds, and it's like, hey, bud. No, there's one guy getting into yeah, it, one, and then one, assuming one little that guy. his friends are going to back him up, which they right. probably will, because I guess they're his friends. Well, dude, you're trying to put yourself you're trying to put yourself in the head of like those dudes, and we're not those dudes. It's like, everyone always does that, where it's like, dude, this serial killer, he just killed like 30 people. I can't even imagine. Or like Aaron Hernandez. Like with Aaron Hernandez, people were like, dude, how did Aaron Hernandez kill a bunch of people? He's making like $50 million a year, dude. Why would you give all that up? It's like, you're not crazy. <laughs> That's why you're not doing that. That's why you're not killing people. That's why you're not getting into fights at Blink-182 concerts. Like, yeah, understood. You're not following like why this is happening. Otherwise, you would be doing it if you could. So anyways, his friends are legit. They're like fucking 6'2", all tatted up, big beefy dudes who if if a fight goes down, these guys are kicking the shit out of Dieter and Steven and Trey. 
So anyways, yeah, Trey tries to take it on himself and just like square up with this midget. <laughs> Fuck. God, I knew I was going to fucking do that. God. We even had the conversation with like, what is the correct terminology? Please, Fuck. man. I knew it was going to happen. No. I just knew it was going to happen. I can't. I, I, could, I set my watch to that. I can't. Let's just push through. Should I bleep it? Maybe I'll find a bleep. <laughs> no, like, I'll keep it in, but I'll just bleep it so it doesn't actually say it. Anyways, Trey squares up against this little person. And yes, he's st- Trey's maybe what? Five, six and a half? Soaking wet. Soaking wet. He's five, six and with a half. With a hat on. With, with, with his AYA Ed Hardy bedazzled hat on. He's still only five, six and a half. And he's towering over this little man. And um, I, I just, my stomach has never hurt more than watching Trey square up with this guy. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it was one of the most iconic moments low-key moments that I remember from Laguna Beach. I mean, everyone remembers the Stephen yelling slut to Kristen at that bar scene. It's like, but it's, it's the equivalent of, like, if you've ever been out and, like, like 75-year-old completely blacked-out homeless guy starts coming up and talking shit to you. Yeah. It's like you don't, like, confront that guy no, in, like, a fight just, situation. It's just like, all right, buddy, get, get away from me. Okay, we're moving on. It's a non-win. Just it's a, a no-win. <laughs> It's a no-win situation. What did you say, bro? What's up? What's up, bro? Hold on. Let me take my hat off and gently set it down so I don't scuff it. Oh, I want to scuff this hat, bro. What's up? We're going to have some fucking words, bro. You talking shit, man? Hey, bro. You talking shit to my girls, man? You want to do this, bro, dude, bro? Dude, bro, guy? You want to do this, bro, dude, guy? Yeah, I mean, Trey, fucking grow up, bitch. Pick your battles, Trey. Be free and explore. Brought to you by Wicklowware. Fuck you. Okay, um, moving on. Moving off of the Blink-182 concert. Um, Steven, working out with girls. Thoughts? Nah, my thoughts on working out with girls? Yes. Low, low on my list of favorite things to do. Have you ever done it? Yes. I have never, and nor will I ever. My, uh, my future Probably because I'm not working out. <laughs> my future bride is an exercise enthusiast. So every once in a while, we'll go jogging together. So, but a jog is one thing. Are you like going to the gym and doing power cleans with each other? No. Have you ever gone to the gym with intern Whitney? Oh yeah, all the time. But she does the elliptical and I go downstairs. Oh, okay. So you're not, you're not doing what Steven and Kristen are doing where she's literally holding his legs as he's doing sit We've never had like a, yeah, we've never had team, like a, a... Team building. We've never had a flirt workout. Okay, so you've never had like a setup team building, like this is to build yeah. camaraderie usually, in the relationship. Usually ours is like, I only like to work out for 25 minutes tops. So it's, uh, we get there together. She'd obviously like to be there for more than 25 minutes. <laughs> and then it's me just trying to convince her like, are you ready yet? You ready? Well, yet? maybe like five more minutes. Five? This is yeah. good because now we know that was a test and you passed. Kind of. You somewhat past of you're not a serial killer because I'm convinced that any couples that work out together are serial killers together. It makes no sense to me. No offense to any of the kids that we know kids. If you're working out together, no offense, but it's fucked up. I, I just, 
I can't imagine anything worse than like going there. You're like, you're benching and she's just like, you can't do more than that pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I this just is, feel like the judgment it's, would be it's, constant. This is one of those things to go back to your actually, like your very factual, correct statement of like we're trying to figure out why this little person's fighting Trey, and we can't put ourselves into his mindset. Like, I I don't like working out at all, but if I were able to put myself into like a guy that loved working out's mindset. Maybe in his mind, he's like, my favorite thing to do in life is work out. Oh, I see. This is yeah. like my favorite person. So like, I'm going to combine them. I see. Like, I'll just on. like, I'll do my favorite thing, like working out. It's like when Steven brought Kristen surfing. Oh. Like, it was like, come do my favorite thing with me. Yeah. So that's very, that's very meta of you. You've really taken a step outside of the box and I don't begrudge you for that. Thank you. Um, True. I know Steven's not a workout guy though. Right. So my, my whole thing is I don't, it's not like I, I don't like, uh, I'm weirded out by being with a girl at a gym. It's just that I dislike working out so much that I'm just trying to be in and out. Okay. So maybe, maybe our caveat should be, Hey Steven, as discussed on the Ben pod last week, we know you've never benched in your life, bitch. No. Like your chest is actually concaving in. I believe uh, Ben said he doesn't even paddle while he surfs. He just waits for the perfect wave. Which was one of the funniest things I've ever heard and one of the truest things I've ever heard. I don't think Steven has ever paddled to get out to the waves in his life. It's like he just floats. And if he doesn't get out there, it's like if the sea and the wind doesn't naturally take him out to a wave. It's just like, well, hey, Steven. what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, Steven, how was the break yesterday? I don't know. I just... uh. I waited in the water for a while, and the wind never carried me out, never so I kind of just came in. Just bobbed around. I bobbed around a little bit, and then I came in and went home. So, yeah, but maybe that is, you're right. That's a big workout guy, like workout couples. I'm sure, like, that is team building. It's like camaraderie building. It's like, hey, we both love working out so much. This is a way for us to really bond and stuff. But for this podcast, sitting here in this podcast, no, 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 workout no, guy? no, no, I go to the, I go play basketball once a week and the only way I can do physical activity is if I'm playing like a game like that. I can't go jogging. I can't go for a jog. I can't run ever. Do you still do prison workouts like in your room? Oh yeah. Dude. You How do you think on I'm that s- regimen? I mean, for the audience, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we caught you doing this or this is just something that you shamed. No, I was did. very, I was very open about it. In college, BD would use his desk chair that came with the dorm room to do like curls and other kind of manual workout stuff. Push ups, sit ups. I had the perfect push ups. I had one of those, uh, those perfect like pull up bars. You doing Dude, curls with a chair is just burned into my memory. I went an entire four years of college without ever going to the gym outside of playing basketball. Like I never went there and like lifted weights and we had free access to a gym. So yeah, I still do stuff like that. I still, but it's, it's mostly cause yeah, I still do it just to like keep myself cut, dude. Like, look at me. You think I get this fucking stacked by not doing prison workouts at 31? Good point. I mean, come on, dude. Um, okay. Oh, quick hitter here. Remember the days of different ringtones on your flip phones? Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, this ringtone is tied to this person. This ringtone is tied to that person. It was, it was like the predecessor before 
actually being able to have a song as your ringtone. So like, yeah, it went, it went. You could have a phone and program all the different ringtones that were in that phone to any song that you had, or like to mm-hmm. any of the songs that were pre-programmed in there. So you could be like, I could have one for you. I could have one for somebody else. Then it evolved into you could actually go and buy like a tone song. So it would be like just cell phone tones, but it would be a song that you knew. And that was a weird phase. Yeah. Because like you could obviously still do that with your smartphone today, but nobody really does it. Apple people just use the Apple thing. I think I just have a standard one. But there's that weird little sliver sliver of time where... And I don't think more songs have ever been ruined for people. Oh, I know. That's exactly <laughs> I had, true. I had my alarm was such great heights by Death Cab. Yep. Only recently started liking that song again. That I was thinking the same thing. So I didn't even clock, pun intended, the alarm thing, because that is definitely true. Once you had your alarm clock song, it was like you hated it so much, but you had to just keep it because you didn't want to ruin another mm-hmm. song. So it was like Great, now I hate this Tom Petty song, but if I put anything else in there, I don't want to start hating fucking Bruce Springsteen too. So, like, you just kept it. Um, I I will also say another thing that ruined songs for me is very distinctly remember having a song ringtone tied to a previous relationship that ended horribly for this podcaster, meaning... I was not the one doing the breaking up. Uh-huh. I was the one getting broken up with. Classic me. <laughs> and that song, still to this day, when I hear it, it only pisses me off. It only reminds me of, like, that time in my life. And it's just, like, fucking ruined forever. Huh. Songs ruined forever. So, it works on multiple levels. I agree with you. <laughs> it just The only thing it did was ruin songs. No one actually liked the songs once they were their ringtones for a while. One thing I will also say about that, I did have a stint for about three months where. That was my actual ringtone for like three really? months. That's a pretty good one. Have no idea why. This podcaster had bossy. I'm bossy. I'm the one y'all love to hate. I'm the chick that's raised. <laughs> yeah, so you imagine like being in a room with someone and their phone goes off and it's like, I'm uh, bossy. <laughs> like, uh, but dude, yeah. shut that fucking shit off, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Be an adult. What the fuck was that, guy? Um, but yeah, no, so you brought this up originally because there's a little flirt moment happening with Steven and Kristen where... Like, Kristen's going through her phone and showing him what his specific ringtone is. Oh, God. I'm at no better feeling, though. I mean, on the flip side, yeah, if you find out after the fact that that girl took the time to give you your own song and your own ringtone, you have joined an elite exclusive Dude, club, it, and that feels good. So, Kristen Cavalieri has great game. Like, when she turns it on, <sighs> it makes does. so much sense as to why Steven's obsessed with her. Because, yep. like... She is so disinterested most of the time, but occasionally she'll zone in and spit some great A material. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it, now it adds up. That's so true. It's it's so true because it's like the good is so fucking awesome that like all the shittiness, it's like 
God, but I just need to go through like 10 more of these shitty things of watching her hook up with another dude right in front of me in Cabo. Just to have one more road trip to San Diego where she's playing her ringtones for me. Yeah, like God, just that one little nugget of like, okay, I'm going to hold on to that for like the next three months while you're taking a dump down my throat. (laughs) Like, yeah, that was awesome. Um, So I guess that wasn't as much of a quick hitter as I originally thought. Uh, two more things I have here. One of which, uh, to keep on the Kristen Steven train, we were talking about as we were watching that, we were so dry on action in high school that just like watching them, like they, so have all that shit go down in Cabo. And then this, the next episode we watched is, I guess they're back on again. And now they're like kind of dating again. And they go, they have this night where it's like low-key, low-key as fuck. Low-key night. And they just like go eat some food on the beach, just the two of them sitting there on the sand, just like hanging out. She's looking so good because she's just, it's like casual, dude. Just wearing a sweatshirt and those bell bottoms that are like three sizes too long that are just dragging (laughs) on the ground, 2004 style. Um looking so fucking hot and then they went and just went played putt-putt or whatever mini golf that's gonna vary by region really some people call it mini golf yeah i think so huh yeah is that one of those sneaker tennis shoe things yeah i think so um so anyways they're just doing that just like real low-key and i was just going like it never happened to me i wish it did because this was my dream all throughout high school it's like not it wasn't the big blowout like parties or, or like hooking up and all that. It was mostly just these like low key moments of like this girl who's way out of my league that somehow I pulled off is just totally cool with just like casually low key hanging out with me one on one. All you wanted to do was play some putt putt or mini golf mm-hmm. with a girl in a hoodie. That's all I wanted, dude. I understand. Pretty simple. Pretty simple guy. Yeah. Okay, I had one other thing to talk about. Did you have anything else you wanted to hit before I hit MVP, that's it. So, last thing I would just want to hit on, dude, watching the OC. Oh, yeah. I love this tie-in. That was amazing. So, Kristen and, no, not Kristen, Elsie and Lo were just hanging out, and they're like, Thursday night, 8 o'clock. You coming out for the OC? And I was like, what? Did I just hear the right thing? What's up? What's up? So, anyways, flash forward to them all getting together just like we did to watch the OC as a crew of friends, and it was just wild. It was like when worlds collide. It was it, like a me- I'll, I'll go. Oh uh, yeah. It was like meta, like kind of like show within a show within a show within a show. But the wild thing to me when they were doing that, and and yeah, it's just Thursday night. Imagine if they were watching the episode of the OC where what was the the show within the OC. Oh, Sherman Oaks? Yeah, while the OC kids were watching Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking now blow your mind? Yeah, now we're just that getting... blow your mind? <laughs> yeah, now we're just getting real, real deep. Um, yes, I... Sherman Oaks, the real valley. I'm, I'm with you, though. The weirdest thing that, to me, that made my head feel like it was going to explode is they were talking about it, like... Do you think, because this is season one of the OC, so it's just Thursday night, it's a school night, and they're there with just three of their girlfriends, eight o'clock, watching the OC, and it's before the OC had become this huge phenomenon. I mean, this is still just beginning of season one, 
no one knew what, you know, it wasn't the monster that it became yet. And so they were sitting there having conversations with each other saying like, dude, do you think anyone else in the country like cares about this? Like, do you think anyone else actually watches this? Or do you think we only watch it because we're in the OC? Do you know why that made perfect sense? It's because it was Morgan who made that comment. And in my head, I'm like, God, so Morgan is so fucking dumb. <laughs> Morgan, have you seen the show? Of course, everybody around the country is watching it. It's the best show I've ever seen in my life. Hey, Morgan, shut the fuck up. I don't know why she's invited anywhere. Honestly, dude, she should not be invited to any group function. She sucks. I, it's sad. I mean, it's sad. interesting comment by you, Morgan, but so stupid. Shut up. Just shut up. So the but then they were saying like, oh no, like I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think like, cause remember when Trey was telling us that he went to Ohio because he was looking at some college and everyone in that school was like, oh, you're from the OC, <laughs> like the show, the OC. And Trey was just like, what the fuck, like, yeah, I li- why are you all jacked up on this? <laughs> like, what the fuck. But how wild would that be? Like, we're just never going to have it. Because, again, the only TV show we've ever had featuring Cincinnati was Police Women of Cincinnati. And unlike Morgan, we can be very certain that no one else cares or was watching that show. Uh, we got a Hard Knocks training camp with the Bengals. Oh, yeah, we did have that. Love that. But it, no one would ever say, like, oh, you're from Cincinnati? Like the Police Women of Cincinnati? Hard Knocks of Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Okay, bring us home. Who's your MVP this week? This week it was easy for me. It's Kristen. Yeah, dude, she really fucking, she went all out We got to week. see the whole spectrum. Yeah. Like, it was the whole spectrum of Kristen Cavalier is on display. We got to see her at her crazy party girl, like, being just like a bad person to be in a relationship with. Yeah. Just kind of like a nightmare person. All the way to her just like cuddling on the beach, being real flirty. Just Steven's tossing her hair. And she's like, like you get to see, uh, this is the worst person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And this could potentially be the greatest girlfriend of all time. She's like all in one package. She's so polarizing. She's yeah. so polarizing. Like I said, the, the good is so awesome and she's so attractive. But, but throughout God. throughout it, she's meaner than a fucking snake the whole time, which <laughs> just makes it awesome. <laughs> with uh, with them at the concert, and she yeah. just won't even acknowledge Elsie, just saying hey, dude. She, she is just I won't know. even look at her. The only thing I wrote down when that happened is like, fucking Kristen owns, dude. She just owns. She she's just like she's always, she's always in control of everything like she's always owning like I, I just i don't even have another word for it she's just always like she's like tywin lannister yeah she's just always manipulating she's always on high alert and she's always just like owning everyone around her the the other the only other thing that i thought interesting point by you steven with the hair he's got a move you know everyone's got like a move of like how to create sensual sexual touch touching with a girl and how to create that like Hey, we're touching. There's some physical stuff going on. He's like the, the I tussle the hair guy. He's a big hair tussle guy. I don't think girls like that. Hate that it. said, yeah, they don't. I've done it a few times. They don't. But I will say when Steven does it, they kind of like it. 
He's so fucking hot right now, dude. It's like, how can you not? Okay. I think that does it for us this week. Good stuff by you. Thank Great you. stuff all around. And we will tell the kids. Kids, you sleep tight. You tuck on in. You have a good night's sleep. Enjoy Memorial Day weekend, kids. Pat? Clear eyes. Full hearts. Do less, kids. Do it. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You know you found us when you see a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.